Episode of the Woods Water Mizzou podcast. I'm one of your co skater along with me as usual, our Case and Cole. How y'all doing? Good. How do y'all? Uh, coming from your home field studios, entering Variety Sports uh, at your purchase for 15% off your first purchase at home field. Fellas, we just finished our wrap up show uh, recapping K State. Now it's Mizzou to the Lou. We have heard almost what six months it seems like it's a big build big build for this yeah it's i mean you listen to the starters and it's you know it seems like one out of three st louis missouri now Mm -hmm. so huge huge recruiting uh bed game for us and we play the memphis tigers i believe they're undefeated i'm not gonna lie I have not looked anything up on Memphis. We just beat K-State. We're 3-0. and We're SEC. We have no reason to lose this ballgame. I'm not going to buy into the negativity again. I told you all I'm homer. I'm going out undefeated. And so, Tigers win. We just line up and we win. All right. I don't care if it's as ugly as Middle Tennessee State game. Win the ball game. There yeah, are the good thing is the Tigers are going to win because – both We're guaranteed tigers. that. Yeah. The tigers can win. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. Man, All right. you want to you want to start you want to dive into Memphis? Like you want to go straight into this? Well, I want to take a I want to take a quote off of Drinkwitz first. What's your um, Drinkwitz quote? Well, I guess maybe not a maybe not a quote. I'm going to back up a little bit. The best thing that could have set up the best environment that we could potentially see in St. Louis just happened yesterday as we're yes. recording this Saturday. That was the best thing. They lose to K State. You know how Mizzou fans are, man. That they're they're gonna find something else to do in St. Louis. They're gonna we go are a fickle bunch. Fart around to zoo or go up in the arch for the eighteen thousandth time or city museum or whatever. Bigfoot but Museum. I would big <laughs> the monster truck, not the cryptid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, the Bigfoot Museum and the, Bob the Chandler. Louis let's is, go. Yeah, St. Louis is the hottest new attraction, the Bigfoot Museum. It's very old. Yes, yes. Uh, that's what this episode is going to be called, the Bigfoot Museum. <laughs> Bob Chandler, go to Moffin Trucks. But uh, uh, anyway, yeah, that was the best thing that could have happened for uh, for this game. Outside of the game was has already happened to BK State in such a dramatic fashion that, that they did. Um, I'm excited for it. I mean, like you guys mentioned, um, this this game is huge for, for Brady Cook, for Luther Burden, for Cody Schrader's by way of St. Louis, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's three offensive starters. Oh, that, like Skeeter said, go down the list. Half the team's from St. Louis, which is good. Yeah. That's how Mizzou's going to win. Huge, right? That's- and so you think of all the friends of friends and all the players that you know these guys went to high school with, and because that's a huge thing in St. Louis. Oh, where'd you go to high school? Uh, it, I, I'm really excited. A first time in the dome since like the Jeremy Macklin days, right? Yeah, I think you're right. 
Yeah, was that... It had to be the last time that I could think of. Yeah, yeah 2009. Baldwin went home because it couldn't beat us. 2010, something like that. So, yeah, yeah that, was, uh, that was a long time ago. So it's been a long time since the Tigers have, have stepped foot in St. Louis. I think it was a great move, honestly. Speaking of yesterday's win and the high off of that, uh, Dave Matter, who works for the school now, no longer the St. Louis uh, Post-Dispatch, it was after the pressers were finishing up, so an hour or two, within two hours of K-State game ending, there was already a, an additional 1,000 tickets sold in that time span from the school's numbers that they're able to calculate. So if it's Good. that many through the school website, how many is on StubHub and SeatGeek and all those? So yeah. uh, the, the hype's there. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a, it'll be a good one. Cause you think there's, there's going to be, I mean, heck even uh old super fan, Phil shout out super fan, Phil. He lives just South St. Louis. So uh, I was talking to him during the game a little bit, or just after the game, he was asking if I was going to make St. Louis, which I, I can't unfortunately just due to work and things like that. But uh, you know, a, a lot of that Southeast Missouri crowd is, you know, not very far you know, Cape and, and Poplar Bluff and, guys that reside from that corner of the state that's not very far at all from them and i'm sure a, a trip up to st louis is not out of the not too out of the norm for them so for them to go up to see a tigers ball game when they wouldn't normally come to columbia that's uh i, I think it's a great move yeah. Ezra Reed fans walk can do no wrong in my mind so <laughs> so far at least yeah i agree um and man i think you guys already mentioned it but Recruiting, this is huge for us. Massive. Uh, for Mizzou to be good, and we've learned this through NIL, is our NIL funders are only going to support in-state players. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't say only. You mean? I mean bidding wars. They're not going to support bidding wars for in-state players. Um, Wingo Williams, those are the kind of guys I want to pay for. And St. Louis is one of the best hotbeds of football talent in the country, and it's in our backyard. And we've been losing it for a long time. I get it. Those kids get co- come in, you know, the Notre Dames, the LSUs, Ohio States of the world come in and win those guys over. Well, now we're giving you a game in your backyard. Well, the five-star receiver that we're still recruiting heavy wingos from the St. Louis area, right? Yep. yep. So I'd expect this game is going to matter to him. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, you know, it's – and this is something I, I said with Cole uh, as soon as the game ended yesterday – talking with him, said that win yesterday is going to have an effect on next season, on five years down the road. The trajectory of this program, had we lost that, we're looking at a completely different vibe going forward. And there's still a lot of season left. Uh, But, I mean, I say there's still a lot of season left. That was game three. You only had 12. So that's a quarter of the season is gone. Gone. 25% 25% of the season gone. Half but, my home games are done. Fuck my season tickets. Think about that. It makes me want to throw up. Yeah. We burned up half our season tickets <laughs> hey, already. That much that much closer to Dennis Gates season. No, <laughs> I, I do know, like that. But dead gummit. I'm having fun. Uh, okay. The the I just want to play a little hypothetical here because I don't think we can correlate numbers with competition with who Memphis has played versus who we have played. Uh it's completely different game plans and all that. But Brady Cook, being from St. Louis, has a hell of a game last week, but tweaks his knee. 
Do we risk the potential of this season? Don't say that. With Don't him say out there on that knee. <laughs> Brady's playing. Brady's playing I, I, no matter I know what. He's play, but I don't want. I do not want to see half the snaps go to Brady Cook, and that's not a knock on Brady Cook whatsoever. That's for Brady Cook to be healthy after the Vanderbilt game. There's two things I think that I I'm saying he's got to play the whole thing. Is I think one, you're underselling Memphis a little bit. They're still. You know, I know they've been a little turmoil lately. They're not what they were years ago when they were, you know, really a powerful team in the G5. But they're a good team, and they're well coached, and they, you know, they're going to bring a lot of fans with them as well. Um, I think maybe bulletin board material. I think they are a little pee. This isn't a home game for them because it was supposed to be, and then we paid to make it this. Um, and two, we're scared of the Liberty Bowl. Yeah, yeah, we just—it's not a nice stadium. It's very—it's kind of a toilet bowl, they should call it. Um, Liberty's a disgrace to the city I live in in Missouri. Calling it that, anyway. Um, Two—I mean, or, sorry, back on that one. It's—it's going to be a dog. I think it's going to be a dogfight at some point. I'm not saying I think we lose, but I'm saying this is not going to be a cakewalk. Um, I—you know what? College football is—that's why we love it. It's you—you you roll the roll the helmets out there, see what happens. Yeah. I very week. well think they're going to fight. They're going to fight in this one. They're going to give us fits. They're going to. We're going to talk about things we don't like next week because they're going to exploit stuff on us. They're a good enough team to do that. So Cook is the leader of this team. We knew that before. It's cemented now. He is Mister Mizzou, and you need to get on his bandwagon because if not, you're wasting your time. So I I understand injury of Cook. I fear that I get that, but Cook's got to be out there for every snap. He's our guy. He's the dude. And this might be a game. It's going to be a game where we need him. I know I had two points. I don't remember what the other one was now. But the point <laughs> is, the, time. the point is, this is not going to be an easy game, I don't think. This is going to be a little bit of a fight, and we need our leader on the battlefield. There, I wrapped it up. Memphis scares me more than Vanderbilt. Yes, absolutely. Like, yeah, so I think I'm, I said not, it in the, in the I'm not preseason. downplaying them. Yeah. It's, it's just, as far as my viewpoint, we win. I don't care if it's by a point. And he lost to Barry Odom yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> he got his revenge. He got, yeah, he can he win, he can win for UNLV versus them, but not us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, I say I don't care if it's a point. If we come out with a one-point win, I'm probably going to be like, <laughs> oh, boy, there was something wrong there. I know you we know, did that versus mid-10, and then we beat Kansas State. So, I don't – at this point with drink, but I just – as long as there's a W, I'm just going to yeah, say – Ebb and flow. Ebb yeah, flow. <laughs> it'll be it'll be Nevis breaking his own record, kicking a sixty-three yarder in the it's dome. It's in a dome. There's no <laughs> walk it off <laughs> to walk it off against Memphis. No, I um back to the recruiting thing. I mean, you look back at look back at all the you know four and five star guys that have gone to other programs or in uh, Makai Wingo's case, come to Mizzou. His head coach gets hired at LSU. He transfers to LSU. Think of all the the big, big name guys that have gone elsewhere and had okay, you know, careers at the college football level. This is especially if they make this a annual thing with some sort of you know non con game. Not only do you get to play an hour and a half down the road, two hours depending on where you're at in St. Louis. An hour and a half down the road or two hours over in Columbia. But then 
one game a year you're going to get to play in your home city for your home state school. That's a that's a huge thing that I don't know if this is kind of an experiment. I'd like to know the uh, the thought process. Like I said, it's DRF can do no do no wrong in my mind. Um, I'm really excited for this game. I think I said in our preseason prediction or preview or whatever you want to call it that this was uh, this one did make me nervous because um, Memphis is one of those schools that could you know ruin your day kind of deal. But uh, I do think the talent level is is much different. I think that these guys not only are going to be coming off of a high off of the K-State win, but also just all these St. Louis guys that are back in their hometown playing in front of families and friends. That's going to have another added value to it um, for our team. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you even think uh, Marvin Burks Jr., he's, he's from the St. Louis area, right? Uh, defensive tackle, I always pronounce his name wrong, like Gracial or whatever, I think it's from there. Mm-hmm. Marquise. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the running back that had all the offseason hype, uh, Roberts, he's isn't that oh, a St. Robert, Louis yeah. area school. So I, I, think, I think these guys are going to be so hot being at home and getting to play in front of their friends and family that don't always get to go to the Columbia games or away games. You know, they're going to, they're going to get to play in front of high school teammates and stuff, and they're going to want to show out. Uh, and I, I just think leadership-wise, you know, with uh, D-Rob and Hopper and Carlisle on defense and the corners and then across the offense like Brady, Brady and like Cody Schrader, they're not going to let these guys come out flat, I wouldn't think. And yeah. I know I accused them of that in, in the middle Tennessee game, but really, as I said on the recap of the K-State, I think they're already looking at K-State. Like, they they were over the middle Tennessee State game when they started the install. Like, they weren't worried about that. Yeah. And it, it about got, got them caught flat-footed. But riding that high from last week – I'd love it if they showed it was another Super Bowl for us. <laughs> another hang trophy. Let's get another ring, hang another banner. Another ring, man. Every week's Super right. Bowl. Every week. I, if that's what it takes, man, do it. Treat every week like it's Super Bowl week. Rush Field will have, you know, a <laughs> million dollars in fines. Yeah, right. <laughs> Stack of a million dollars in fines for the well, So that's interesting since it's a neutral site game. Is it Memphis, the home team? They are. So then if we rush, how does that work? <laughs> does Memphis pay it? I don't know. Does the city of St. Louis pay it? Doubt it. Is it taxpayer funded? They'll make Cronky pay for it. Yeah, I was going to say, Stan. <laughs> Stan. <laughs> Stan's going to be like, what is this? And throw in the trash. <laughs> Even though he's in the zoo, grad. Uh, let's see. Ways. Ways we could lose the game, like, would it would it be like the 2010 part I referenced where we had the high of the highs beating OU and then, you know, not really be prepped for the next week? Is it ball security, which hasn't been an issue on offense? Uh, aside from the safety, I don't really recall a, a turnover. Sam, Sam Horn. Oh, yeah. yeah, Sam Horn 
Interception. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll go ahead. Sorry. What? Uh, I mean, this is the one where we fix our mistakes. Uh, Case, you alluded to it on on the recap. Offensive line. To me, as a unit, they played better against K State. I hate calling certain players that, but the right guard position. Marcellus Johnson got his shot in there before he hurt his knee. He was laid on pulling one time, and Cody got blown up on a big tackle for loss uh, from Marcellus not getting around quick enough. Then another time, he decided to go and help the center block the nose tackle and miss the blitzer running right beside him. Uh, and then Cameron Johnson comes in and misses a block. And I think Brady took a sack, which he was also on a bum knee at that point. And then the very next play, he has a false start. So it's offensive linemen. It's not good when you notice them for the most part. Yeah. You know? uh, so want to see a little bit more consistency from that unit. But what? give me worst case scenario. Man, I, th- I think you kind of hit the head, nail the head up that. It's going to be a letdown if that happens. Again, I think these boys want to roll, and they're going to keep going. But um, you can definitely see that scenario where we come out a little too big for our britches. You know, think we're going to roll this team. Um, because we beat K-State, but and K-State kind of game where just get one more point to them, call it good, which we did. But I could see the O-line making more mistakes. I could see the O-line. I mean, I would love to see a breakdown. I probably should pull it for the show. But of what the penalty spreads look like and how many were on the O-line, because it felt like they were constantly doing something that was getting us backed up a little bit. So well, That was your O-line, game. That wasn't the Mizzou game. Well, yeah, Juwan <laughs> Taylor was an absolute disaster today. Um, but anyways, it felt like there was a lot of issues were coming from them. Um, man, I could see defense getting picked apart. Uh, I think they're a good defense, but I was pulling some stats up on Memphis. Maybe I would lose it here. Anyways, their quarterback, um, here it is. Oh, the quarterback's had a pretty decent season so far. He's got just under 800 yards. He's got a really nice, pretty nice QBR, five touchdowns, three picks. Uh, they've got some good receivers. Hell, we know one of them in Dove. Um, you know, like, like Cole said in our in our recap, is sometimes we get into that kind of soft zone, and you can really take us in the field pretty quickly. I can see that happening. I can see defense getting uh, pushed around a little bit by that, and then I can see just maybe the offense keeps getting stalled out by our own O line. And you guys know, you guys know better than anyone. A holding call is a kiss of death to a lot of drives. Yeah. You know, I can see one or two holding calls getting on us and killing some good drives, and then. Those same, you go bounce back to the Memphis side of the ball and they get some good field position and start tossing the rock around a little bit and kind of catch us. And that's that's something I've noticed having our defense is we will get caught. We'll get caught situations where you start throwing the rock on us a little bit and we can't catch up to you. South Dakota did it one bit. Uh, Bill Tennessee did it a lot. And, you know, we saw all that H-back 34 for Kansas State tear us up doing that. So that's kind of my how we lose this game is they come out flat O-line, you know, has issues and they just find the zone on us. You, you guys know me. This is like Skeeter Magic has this. Cause this is like completely against me. I'm, I'm the positive guy, right? Hey. I don't, I don't, I don't, 
you guys both nailed multiple things. I feel like if I throw anything else in there, be like, well, you know, if we do one of any of these things, you know, that's how we lose this game. But I'm, I'm just, I guess, going to continue preaching what I have. You, you know, try, try your best to play mistake-free football. Yeah. Brady's done a real good job taking care of the ball so far. Running backs have done well. Ball security. Um, wide receivers have done fairly decent jobs. You know, making making the catches. There's been a couple drops, but. You know, one of the biggest things we talked about last year in Luther's freshman year was, you know, golly, this guy's got his own bag of chips and he's he's dropping the ball. Um, this year's not been the case. And, you know, I'm really, really proud and happy to see him kind of take care of that. Um, I almost want to transition into, you know, keys to win the game, but uh, I'm sure we're going to maybe but, do that a little bit uh, later. I would say keys to winning to the game would just be what you say. We play a sound 60-minute football game. There's no reason the Missouri Tigers, if they don't shoot themselves in the foot, should yeah. lose this ball game. Yeah. And that's, that's, all I, that's all I was saying at the beginning. Right. We win this game if we come out and play to the level that we are capable of. And it, the, the one thing I want to see, if we – come out of this ball game averaging less than three yards per carry, I'm going to be concerned because I thought that was a strength after their South Dakota game. We've averaged 2.6, I believe, the last two weeks back-to-back. That's that's a little alarming. We should be able to run a little bit more consistent than what we have. If you told us after the Middle Tennessee game or even beginning of the year, hey, our defense is not going to be – uh, that they're not even in their shadow of what they were last year. Uh, run, we're, we're you're going to average less than three yards per rush against K State, but Brady Cook's going to throw for over 300. Luther's going to have over 100 receiving. Mookie's going to have four or five big catches. Theo Weiss is going to have catches. Norfleet's going to have big catches. Uh, 17's going to have a huge catch. Like, you know, like I got a better chance going to play the lottery and winning. But maybe, maybe this is where we see that shift that we have been wanting. The the Mizzou fan base has been wanting. Trinkwood's supposed to be an offensive guru. We should be spreading the ball and scoring points. We got a glimpse of that last week. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think we've seen all of it either. I really don't. Um, you know, they probably revealed in some spots a little more than they wanted to, but plays like the, the bubble screen to Luther that he ended up taking whatever it was 36 yards to, uh, to the house for a touchdown. That wasn't even a called play. That's just, you know, a five-star kid making a five-star play. Yeah. And you know what he, what he came to this university to do. And part of the reason I think he had such a great game was because he was so fired up um, and, and able to make a play like that. So that's that's one thing that I really hope that we can bank on. Um, I'm just kind of going back looking at previous games. We all know Navy is, you know, so Navy played Memphis in their in their last game. I guess it was yesterday, right? That was on Thursday. It. Oh, Thursday night. That's right. Um, I thought it was. I didn't remember them playing yesterday, and that's because they didn't. But anyhow, um, 
you want to take a stab? Have you, either of you looked at how many rushing yards maybe had? Um, they had a bunch. Um, because that was I mean, of course that's was... what they do. <laughs> but yeah, obviously. But um, no, they had a ton. Go ahead and give them the number. Two ninety nine. Wow. Yep. It's almost three hundred yards rushing. So I watched a little bit of that game uh, when they were playing, and I thought they were throwing the ball a fair amount for they were. Navy too. So yeah, that's that's. I didn't watch all the way through. That's a pretty impressive number. Right. If we're going to get the keys to victory, let's just do that right now because I would like to use sure. what Cole just said into mine. Um, yeah, actually, I did by playing my cardio at the gym around that game so I could plug my headphones into the little bike and watch most of that as scouting, if you will. Um, Memphis' defense is really off balance when you give a running quarterback against them because, like you said, and they're, no offense to Davies' quarterback. We all want Navy, Navy does. They run, and then they catch you in a little dual dump-off, little five, ten-yarders that turn in the big yak because you were blitzing a run. That is our key to winning this game for Brady Cook. Brady Cook, hopefully his – I know he has a bruised knee bone. Is that what it was? Deep, deep bruise, some sort. I, think it's, I could have swore it's what I saw. doesn't matter. If Brady is okay and good to go, I think he can tear – up that Memphis defense because he's got the legs to burn them. And then as soon as they're scared of that, now, now we know he's got an arm. He's going to find those guys deep down the field. I can see this being a big game for us, but like I said, there's obviously the letdown factor we got to watch out for. But uh, yeah. we match up well versus this defense for sure, I think. That's another thing I was going to talk about in the uh, in the K-State preview was, you know, he suffered that injury because we talked about it. We saw Sam Horn coming at you. You mentioned it and I wouldn't even have caught on to it had you not mentioned it until maybe a play had gone by but um I think it was like mid second quarter wasn't it so it was for, yeah for Brady to come out and play the uh you know play the rest of the game as well as he did and make plays and all that stuff I think he's gonna be fine um I do you know, did y'all did, did y'all see him on the sideline because the camera TV cameras went to it no it's we're never showed him Okay, so, so he me. he like goes to Gimpen and turns to go back on the field and he's in a lot of pain and his legs trying to like give out on him. Coach's staff pulls him back and they send Sam Horn out. So Brady's in the middle of a bunch of guys, you know, he he's not going to sit down on the bench. He's not going in the tent. And the trainers are like, you know, trying to get him to stop so they could look at his leg. He he walks pretty well the whole bench area right there. And all of a sudden he just like he kind of did a little jog and he's like I'm good. <laughs> like don't even wait for the trainers to say anything. Runs back, the play goes over, he goes out to the field, Sam Horn comes back on like Brady you got to scrape him off that field to keep him off that field. Well, he what said it, in this post game, he was like, "What were, is that what you're going to say, Case? Go ahead. Yep. I think we're yeah. And one of the announcers were like, what's it going to take for you to, you know, come off the field? And he was like, broken leg, broken, you know, shoulder, like to the point where I, I can't, I can't do my job essentially. And, you know, I would be hindering this team if I continue to stay in the game. So torn labrum. Week three last year and played all the way through. Yeah, he's tough. You one thing you cannot question his toughness and no, man, he's, and, and desire and, and desire and for university. 
that quote where he said, I just want you to want me to be the quarterback for Mizzou. Oh, broke my heart. We really have given him way too hard of a time. And yeah, I honestly feel bad. <laughs> like, I feel terrible. That's why I, I mean, made that, watched it in the interview and then, you know, made that video and posted on Twitter because I was like, like when he said exactly what you just said, like, it'd be pretty cool if people wanted me to be that too. Yeah. But oh my golly, man. But it's, it's never been against Brady the person. Any of the anything I've ever heard, even ones that went all out on him, it's the the talent and the production on the field. And after Saturday's game is K State, how much of that was coaching holding him back? How much last year was torn labrum holding him back? You know, so uh, that's why, like we we saw that glimpse, we saw that potential. That ceiling got raised after K-State. So are we going to need him as bad against Memphis as what we will against Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, Arkansas, LSU? You know, like – I see you circling back, but I I still still need him. I know we need him, but if I say if we get to 14, get 21 or 6 out there. I don't – If we get to a 14-point lead – Get 21 or six. If they're not able to move the ball, put Brady back in there. I don't, I just don't want to see. If it comes a blowout, I guarantee we'll see 21 in there. Um, Horn, it feels weird using by his number, but I just got the vibes. This is going to be a one of those games where at best you're sitting at a 10 point cushion. As soon as you get that, they're going to feel good seven at the three point game. You know, you, sir. You had the vibes last week. We were getting our teeth kicked in yesterday, so I'm, I'm not, not listening to your vibe. I'm, I'm, I'm just – I'm, all I'm saying is give Memphis their due, man. They, I'm on. They're playing in an NFL stadium, too. They're hyped up as well. Don't – CEO of good vibes only. I'm riding his train. <laughs> I mean, I guess every show needs a pessimist or else it would be, it'd be a rough listen, so I, I'll fall be, on that sword. <laughs> we don't be freaking – Telly Tubby's out here. Just, yeah, you know, for real. Someone's got to be the bad guy, and I'll, I'll wear the black hat. But, um, yeah, I, I think we're going to need Cook. And I'm, I I want to prove this. I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm saying I think Memphis is going to go out there, play a hard game, and I think we need our best option to win, and it's Brady Cook, which is a crazy thing compared to what I was saying earlier in the season. But I'm all in on Brady Cook. I want that on the record. I On the Brady Cook bandwagon, that kid is our guy. Yeah, but I think we'll need him versus Memphis. That's all I'm saying. Okay. No, that's that's completely respectable. You're I just mean, cautious and respectful of the opponent. You're not you're not doubting Mizzou. I get no, I just I, I think Memphis is going to come to play. You, They're going to be hyped too. Yeah, that's exactly how I go into every Mizzou game. I'm like respect this opponent because I've seen the many many ways that Mizzou can break your heart. And the last thing I want, even though it has zero effect on the game, is to be like, well, maybe had I not talked so much crap, we would have won that game. You know what I mean? Well, like I said, you like, guys, I think there's a lot of purple grimaces out there thinking that this week because, <laughs> boy, they ran their mouths last week and they are oh getting it right gosh. now. <laughs> they, still, they still are and we're like, I don't even know, like 36 hours removed from the game. I have never seen a fan base just – what we're trying to say, put their head up their tail as much as them. Well, they got foot and mouth disease like I've never seen. Big time. And we got uh, at least, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years of bragging rights. So 
We got a 32 game lead on the, on pretty, the overall record. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Cole, as I told Case on a phone call earlier this week, thinking irrational is not what I like to do as a fan. <laughs> I know. I feel know, like, like in our phone calls, I have to talk you. I have to talk you down sometimes. Like, Skeeter, it's going to be well, okay, man. So what I, he always calls me a second. So that means what I'm getting is the already a little more down one. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to start calling Case first. Then I'll bring you me. way down. I'll, I'll, I'll bring you back up. <laughs> so call Case right. first. Like, well, Case was saying that, you know, we're going to get our teeth kicked in. And like, no, man, it's going to be okay. Just take a breath. Because yeah. guess what? There's nothing we can do about it. So we just watch the game. Last week, I mean, it was different, and I did not enjoy watching the game with the pessimistic mindset that I had. I don't, I, w- I want to break that and not start that as a habit. Uh, and it's, it's not, it's not case. I like giving case a hard time, but it's the outside media. It's the other supposed to be Mizzou biased podcasts that I listened to, and they were very negative. And like it just started to wear on me, and then I, I started to see drink like wearing the pressure. I was like, "Oh man, we might not, we might not win this ball game," you know. And so I, I let it spiral out on my own. But being rational is not my strong suit. Yes, <laughs> so. man. What do you think that was about with drink? Looking back on it, like you know, looking back and really taking it all in, because I agreed with you. It was weird how Drinkwitz was kind of bashful almost in his pregame pressers what was that because obviously the team was ready to go you know i just like he he wasn't wanting to give k-state any bulletin i think that's exactly it well that's smart i'm glad he's learned that lesson go do that every week oh but they were trying with that stupid ck thing he used the initials i'm i'm sorry but if if you use my initials in a presser i don't think you're disrespecting me that's just the initials to my name Guess what? I I listened to their coaches uh, pressure during the week. He never mentioned one coaching staff's member's name uh, from offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator to Drinkwitz himself. Never mentioned a name. Only players he mentioned was Brady and Luther and I think maybe a defensive guy, Darius Robinson or somebody there, or Tyron Hopper, but it was because he was asked specifically about them. So Let's just draw and reach for whatever to be upset about. But hey, that game's over with. They got a score to be upset about, and uh, for a long all, time, they were all touting the <laughs> offensive coordinator. But I don't know if y'all saw some of their tweets. They're like, there was a lot of blame on the offensive coordinator yesterday and their coach. So they had a complete one eighty. But uh, as far as preview, I think we've about touched what we could touch on that so let's get a little bit of outdoors in on this because it was opening missouri uh bow season uh i'll let you all take it from there well i was supposed to go out this weekend but i didn't um the work called and i had to go take care of work stuff that's kind of the bummer of my job and being on call constantly so i am not getting out there but Man, Cole, you can probably talk about this too. We saw some good bucks go down this past weekend. Did. Yeah. Saw one. I, I was telling Skeeter about that pre-show. There was that giant down in Eagle Bluffs. Um it's a good time of year for sure. Like you, yeah. you can see that those there's those guys that put in the uh 
the work early. They watched film, so to speak, for for their deer season and and prepared and did all the things that they needed to do in there. Sitting at home, you know, with their buck tag filled until uh, November, whatever that is, eleventh, I think it is this year. But no, uh, I'm me personally. I'm just uh, I'm just now getting around to the things that I typically do about early August, and um, <laughs> just just way behind this year. Of course, you guys don't have a What's, newborn at home. I was going to so, say it's not really fair. Baby at home. What's the problem? Yeah, that's not really fair. Right. No, you know, I'm going to take my oldest this year. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I keep asking her, making sure, just like I did with the dove hunt. She had a blast on the dove hunt, but I think the I think it'll be a little bit different with with deer. She actually, as of about two weeks ago, started watching Bambi, like <laughs> like the OG Bambi. Yeah. My wife was like, "Why are you letting her watch that if you want to take her deer hunting?" And I was like, "She wants to watch it." Like I, I don't know, but. Just what she wants to watch. Well, you know what happens. That well, yeah. I think everybody knows what happens in Bambi, right? But uh, yeah, I ask her. I'm like, you still want to go deer hunting? Yeah, yeah, I do. So, but no, just I'm getting around to. I'm trying not to. Two years ago, I, I made a really bad mistake of just burning myself out too early, hunting too early, too often. Then you know, prime time came around, and me personally, I wasn't burned out on it, but I was tired. Had just been going too hard at it and, um, you know, was starting to take the effect on the family. And I'm like getting it kind of from both sides. I need to spend time with my family, but also need to, uh, you know, this time of year only comes around once a year. So, yeah. Um, but no, just kind of taking it easy. Um, if we get a real good cold front or something like that, I may try and slip out and, you know, get an early season doe. I didn't kill my first one last year until. I think it was September 27th and then killed one of the 28th as well. So asking you shall receive. I mean, it's not cold, cold front, but, uh, as of right now, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're getting rain in Como, uh, next weekend highs, only mid seventies lows in the sixties. And then starting out the following week lows in the mid fifties. So, uh, it's getting there for you. Love it. Yeah, it's this coming weekend is my last weekend before my season starts. Bear yeah. season actually opened up here uh, this week, but I've never had a desire uh, to go out and hunt a bear. Uh, one would have to be aggressive to me in order for me to even think about shooting it in the woods. And black bears just aren't aren't that type of animal to me. So, uh um, I'll probably be on firewood duty again uh, next weekend. I've got two loads and got to get more and waiting on y'all to come split because well, I'm got, old and got a bad back. And yeah, I got, I got my own piles of splits here. <laughs> yeah, I got plenty of wood to cut myself. But no, as for YouTube viewers, um, I got this horrible mustache going, but I did it last year and I had the best season of my life. So, so maybe there's something to Guess it. what's happening again. And I actually started growing it a couple weeks leading up to the Georgia game. And then I had the mustache for yesterday's game. So, so what's that mean? You tell me. I don't know. I mustache. was told it's time for me to get a haircut and trim the beard. And I said, we're undefeated. I, I can't do that. And this was Friday. And so after yesterday's game, it's it's not coming off for hopefully – 
January. <laughs> That's right. Season ends not because we lost. No, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting stoked for uh, just to get my accounts telling dad today that I need to scratch this just a little bit. I just need to get in and have deer within bow range. You know, yep. there's there's I've mentioned it so many times before talking to Mr. Carter and and Noah and Luke and all those guys that it's just there's something about it when you are beating that animal at its own game in its own environment. There's there's nothing like it. So, yeah. I think I'm going to bounce around properties a little bit this week. So I'm not going to the zoo game this weekend. Um, I'm going to stay on my side of the state and do some hunting. Um, so Go usually I'm the kind of guy is I'll pick a property for a weekend. I'll just stick through it throughout. Probably going to bounce around a little bit. Heck see how yeah, that goes. Dude. Um, I want to get a feel for each one. I know it's early and it's not quite going to be the same when we get into October, which is kind of the prime bow season, you know? Um, you got ag on, on these farms? Uh, so what's your food sources? I guess on each of them, my food sources, um, it's going to be like ragweed stuff like that on mine. Oh, so and natural brows, natural brows for sure. And then, uh, on my inherited one, there is a cornfield to the north of it, and they okay. tend to cross through into the cattle. This is a cattle farm, so um. We're using more of the the creek runs run straight through there, so we're looking more like for their water source. Um, but no, I think we're gonna sit in multiple stands. I got I got all the ones in my in law my in-laws property set up. I need to put two more up at mine. I went to do that this weekend, but things with with the game and everything else stuff got away from me, you know. Um, so we'll see. We'll get those up. We'll sit and we'll take a look. But yeah, I mean. It's, we're gonna we're gonna sit some stuff. Hopefully, like you said, I, I just want to see movement. You know, yeah. If a doe comes in front of me, we're gonna drop her. But I want to see some movement. I y'all just saying that, and I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all a little funny here. So, you know, I, I drive 130 miles round trip a day for work, at least 130 miles, and uh, I have been driving my pickup truck, and it was getting like 14 miles to a gallon. So. I found an old beat up uh, Ford Focus. First time I've been in a car for uh, almost 20 years when I first got my driver's license, everything out of the car. Okay, so I'm going to work, just left the house Thursday morning, and I leave at five o'clock in the morning. And this big doe runs out. Okay, a doe in a pickup, it's like, oh, there's a deer a doe in that focus and it was like oh there's a deer. <laughs> <laughs> completely different ball game reaction yeah. <laughs> and so uh i'm kind of questioning the idea of driving this little car all the time now yeah, yeah you may you may drive the truck during the rut that would yeah. be my suggestion because <laughs> if That's you don't well i mean i guess if it's a beater car then you know I, buddy, I have a little black Ford Focus just like yours. I drive for the same reason, keep miles off my pickup. But I got to tell you, it don't. There's not a lot of metal around you. It really does not feel like it's going to protect you from hitting that deer. That's, I think that's what he's more afraid of. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. a small car. 
and the way that that hoods i mean you see it coming right through the windshield because mm-hmm. you're taking out its legs so there's the body yep <laughs> but, all right well to all our hunters out there uh congratulations to those that were successful uh to those still getting into it man stick with it there's nothing more rewarding than when you finally get it and cannot wait for the episode that case has a harvest with archery to talk about uh once again safety wear your harness if you're climbing a tree uh and it, it ain't it ain't worth that five minutes extra hassle it creates the whole time of climbing up and down it's totally worth it of being there 15 years down the road and having your health with you Absolutely. so uh anything else would be just go kick Memphis's tail and show them the best ribs reside in St. Louis, Missouri. Ooh. All right. Yeah. I guess if we have anything else to add during the week, then either you two or if we're able to all three get on, you know, after the, uh, after tiger talk on Tuesday, um, may I'll hop on here and talk about it. But other than that, yeah, just, I mean, we talked about keys to the game, I guess. And, Looking forward to man. Looking forward to uh, seeing a game back in the uh, the Edward Jones Dome, or I guess it's not the Edward Jones Dome anymore. Was it Mid America Dome of Dome of the Americas? St. Louis, Los Angeles Rams. So it is. Oh, that was bad. Anyway, we're tired. All right, I'm tired. Let's Y'all have there. a great week. Look forward to come back on here, being four and zero. One step closer to dare jinx us twelve and zero. But y'all have a great week. Forward to a hard-fought game. (laughs) Y'all have a great week. Tigers will try their best. (laughs) No tears this week, Case. (laughs) No tears this week. M I Z C O U. Go Tigers! Y'all take care.